Welcome to uh, Bravado Wireless's uh, podcast, uh, Four Quarters, with Curtis and uh, Two, and uh, welcome back to uh, the show. And uh, we're glad to be back for week two. Kind of surprising. Yeah, I didn't know you'd make it. I figured I'd might slide in there for it's, a second chance, but I'm glad you're here, Curtis. Yeah. Your beard is <laughs> it stands out, sure for sure. I think that gives you the heads up on me for no doubt about it. But uh, we're excited to be back. Uh, we're joined tonight by uh, Coach London, the head uh, Chuck London, the head girls coach before Gibson uh, Lady Tigers, and we'll uh, talk to him a little bit about his program, where he came from. He has some uh, Tulsa Seven Days and uh, mm-hmm. at Bristow and. Uh, talk a little bit about that and uh, talk about uh, the tradition of Fort Gibson basketball and uh, talk a little bit about the tournament that's coming up this week. So uh, excited to see that. Yeah, excited to talk to Coach London. And I know, uh, you know, he's been assisting a couple of big-time programs and, and uh, you know, won a state championship at Bristow and won one at Fort Gibson. He's got another great team. And uh, so I'm anxious to talk some basketball with him. Yeah, we're also uh, remind the fans this is a big week of basketball. Last tournament week for high school basketball before we finish up the regular season. A couple of big tournaments around the Tulsa metro area. You've got the uh, Jinx Union tournament, which is always a, a clash of titans on both the girls' side and the boys' side. And then you've got uh, Port City Classic. It'll be another good uh, tournament. Tusa. Yeah. And then That's uh, some good teams. And then we'll also have the uh, the four, old four classic where we got a lot of really good teams on both the girls side and the boys side. So a lot of good basketball this week, and uh, we'll recap some of those events from the past week. But any games jump out at you in the last couple of, uh, last night? Uh, well, I just you know looking at Twitter. You know I love Twitter, Kurt. Yeah. I, I you know Steve Upshaw told me to get on Twitter years ago, and I never did until recently. But I'm a Twitter guy. But just saw some some interesting basketball uh, Twitter. You know uh, Union, yeah. Joe Joe Redmond, Union girls uh, must have played very well last night. Beat a beat a very good Sapalpa girls team, number one in five A, and probably the you know arguably one of the best teams in the state in any class and. Right. So, uh, Coach Redmond's got them off and rolling over there at Union. I think they're number two in the state. And, and uh, uh, you know, uh, Castillo, yeah. good, really good freshman. Barsville had 43 last night. Yeah, uh, David Castillo, if you haven't heard of him, uh, freshman uh, playing 40, in Barsville. 43. 43. That was what I scored my junior year. Well, that was your career. <laughs> no, I scored 43 junior year. Okay. Can't, if you count JV and varsity, oh, okay. I scored 43 okay. my and junior side. Yeah. Okay. Add them all up. Yeah. Hey, I could take them where I can get them. <laughs> so, and, then, and then at our old stomping grounds, Booker T, they lost a tough one last night, high-scoring affair to to, uh, to the Bigsby Spartans. But uh, Cam Parker, you know, started for us last year, junior had had 34 and, and playing well this year along with with uh, with IJ. Yeah, the big dogs as I like to call them. Yeah, so uh, some some good basketball being played being played around the area. Absolutely. So I think Bigsby. You know, Kurt, just looking at the 6A rankings. You know, I think right now if you go down those rankings. You know the 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 west side is you know got seven or eight teams ranked in the top right. ten and you know right now if the season regular season ended today you're looking at Bigsby or Owasa getting a, getting a home regional and everything else is going to be west side teams which is which is interesting yeah you've got to, that they match up tomorrow night uh, they they play yeah a makeup game 
makeup game. Big game at Bigsby tomorrow. Oh, Wallace at Bigsby. Yep. Okay, we'll talk about that next week. Well, also, uh, as a preview of next week's show, we're going to have Coach uh, Brandon Maddox of Coweta on. Uh, his team is playing really well. We saw them with Bravado uh, a few weeks ago at the, the uh, Fort Gibson Festival. They were at Bixby this weekend for a festival with uh, uh, with Bixby, and there's uh, four teams. I think it's a boys' tournament only, but uh, uh, they're going to play a couple of games. They'll, I think they play Bixby, and they play uh, maybe McLean is uh, who Coach Maddox told me. I don't have my phone in front of me. but uh, So a lot of good basketball being played, and we'll uh, recap that next week, but we'll have Coach Maddox on. and. Uh, he uh, he coached a player that we got to coach. We'll talk a little yep. bit about that maybe. But Jason he, Burrell. Uh, he's a junior grad and a uh, uh, guy that uh, has been at Holland All for the past few years and they came over this year to Coweta. Yeah, I think he's probably – no, he's been at Coweta. This is probably his third year, I'm guessing. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, anyway, we'll have him on and we'll figure we'll that out. <laughs> yeah, we'll ask him and figure that out. But uh, – um, any things to uh, think about on the college front or NBA front so uh, that uh, Kyrie Irving is back? Well, I, you know what? I don't I, – He you, practiced today. He did? Yeah. Good. Said he got, some got, time off. got Kyrie, KD, and uh, James Harden all together. Yeah. Again, it would be interesting. That'd be, it'd be I did see – see how many uh, – how uh, well they dwell together. Yeah, there's only there's only one ball. It'll be it'll be interesting, but if the, you know, those guys want to win a championship, they'll figure it out. I did watch a little bit the other night. Uh, you know, the Lakers were up big on the Warriors, and then you know Curry got it going, and they came back and won. So that was yeah. you know interesting, interesting game. Well, we got a lot of good basketball. That's it's the the perfect time of year if you're a basketball fan. We'll be talking about it throughout the. Uh, uh, coming weeks in our podcast, and uh, we got we're going to preview Cleveland Manford, the the, uh, the old uh, Keystone Lake rivalry. It's coming up in a couple of weeks, and we'll have a preview of that as well. We're both uh, from the north side of the river and uh, or the lake. Well, it wasn't a rivalry when I was there. I mean, because Cleveland always won. Well, that's true. I think it's changed okay. a little bit uh, in the past years. But so we may try to get Coach Banfield and Coach Brimmer <laughs> on as well. So anyway. Randy Upshaw would disagree with me on uh, that, wouldn't yeah. he? Yeah, Randy Upshaw would definitely <laughs> disagree with you on that. Welcome back to uh, Bravado Wireless. Uh, they've allowed uh, Conley and I to come back for week two of four quarters with uh, Curtis and two. And uh, we're joined tonight by uh, Coach Chuck London of the Four Gibson Lady Tigers. And welcome to our show. I appreciate being here. It's well, an honor. Well, I don't know about honor. You may, you may regret that. <laughs> you so, way too kind. You regret that statement so, <laughs> after this. Somebody I mean, told you to say uh, that. Chris we, told him to say that. Yeah, we I've had, been rehearsing. Come on, man. We had 29 views last week. We're really we're hoping to get to 30 this week. But uh, we're excited to have you. Uh, you know, been a big fan from afar watching Four Gibson Girls basketball. You've been a part of it for several years, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Got the big tournament this week, Old Fort yes. Classic. We'll talk a little bit about that. We may... 
delve into playing days sound like you and Conley have crossed paths a little bit and almost almost <laughs> we were trying to get there we <laughs> couldn't quite get there yeah and then we'll talk a little bit about Tulsa seven days maybe awesome. we'll get some time so uh, that's kind of where you started is that where you started out your coaching career that's where it was Bristol Oklahoma yeah what, what years were you there 91 through 05 06 okay. 91 through 06 and then you were with uh, coach Glover right yes Daryl Glover Okay, and then you followed him over? Yes, uh, he had left uh, a couple of years before, and then it just had worked out, and so uh, he needed a math teacher, and I was willing to do it as long as I could help in the high school girls program, and of course I had some kids that yeah. were coming along, so it just kind of worked out, and uh, it's been a, a nice fit. Yeah. So, 90, so 91, so this is year 30? This is year 30. Okay, Here, here's my question for you, Coach. All kinds of success, state championships. What have you learned over those 30 years, in a nutshell? Uh, I would say relationships with your players is the biggest thing. Right. And I think that's, it's it all stems from there. Yeah. I, I You know, I think that's a great point. You know, I always felt like, and, and Kurt was with me and had to settle me down many times. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm high strung. You know, my dad was high strung, and that's – you know, most guys I played with or played for were yellers and screamers, but I always felt like that I could get on the kids if they knew that I cared about them off the yep. floor. Yep. And and that was the way that I operated, you know, and and some people didn't like it, but, you know, I think it, it worked for us at Booker T. And, yeah. and, you know, that's just because you got to be yourself no matter what, right? That's exactly you right. Know. And, and you know, I haven't got to see you coach a lot. I mean, I've kept up with you, but I think we're very similar in our approach in that I'm excitable and, uh, you know, I get excited and stuff. And so, you know, we coach them. Um, our kids know that, you know, if we build that relationship, we can coach them harder right. in a fair way, not bad and just excited, yeah, yeah. you know. we. They know, and I tell them, we're going to praise you when you do things right, and when you, you know, make a mistake, you know, we're going to put your, our arm around you at times, but we're going to coach you hard. Right. And, uh, you know, anytime we've got that connection, it makes it a lot easier. Most importantly, they respond, yeah. and that's what we want. Well, the success you all had at uh, Enjoyed at Bristow, uh, it helps that, and it certainly followed you at Fort Gibson, but the success allows that to happen quite a bit easier than no question. you don't. There's no question about that. You know, we had a nice run at Bristow, and and uh, you know, our kids really bought in, just like any winning program does, and Daryl did a great job. I got to learn under him, and, and we had a great time there, but those kids, you know, the support system there was awesome, and, and uh really thankful i'm a western oklahoma guy so uh i knew nothing about bristow and uh, uh so when i got there you know i didn't know and just you know it, it was a great learning experience and and everything i learned there so it, it was it was a great place to start okay now let me ask you this because because we're about this we talked earlier and and we're I'm a, I'm a couple years older than you but but uh so 90 so when did when did oklahoma high school i know iowa was the last to go right, oklahoma right. was next to the last was it 91 or 92? Well, they started trickling. You're talking about the 505. Five five. Five, yeah. They started trickling in there about 92, 93, somewhere okay. in there. We okay. stayed at Bristol. We were six on six and through uh, until the 94 season. Okay. okay. 95 was our first year, and that's when the majority went to the 505. Okay. okay. And uh, so that was, that was an interesting changeover. 
Even though, obviously, you know, playing basketball, we played five on five, but the girls' side of it, it was crazy. Yeah, I remember, Curtis, you remember this. Now, when I was at Cleveland, that's why I said 91 or 92, because I know I was coaching at Cleveland when the Cleveland girls went from six on six to five on five. And then my assistant, Tim Seibel, at the time was a head girls coach. So he was in charge of that transition, and it was. It was, rough it was interesting. It was tough. Because it just girls are used to playing one end of the court. Oh, no you question. You had defensive specialists. You had rebounding specialists. Yes. And then yes. you had scores. And so it was a – it's kind of cool to see how it was because you played – three on three was pretty cool to watch well, on one end. It sounds crazy, but when it was going, we knew it was going to eventually get there. Right. But those coaches, and including me, and I was younger, we loved the six on six. It was high quality basketball. Great basketball. Very few turnovers, high percentage shooting. It was really good. Uh, and of course, you know, we knew eventually it was going to go five on five, but there was a lot of coaches, and, you know, it was the older group, but uh, that were sad to see it go. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I grew up watching. I mean, I loved it. I mean, yeah. I saw Stillwell. When they had the was Peyton Sis, oh, I saw them. And, uh, you know Vanessa Welch at Ulaga. I mean, my dad. You know, we saw those guys. I mean, I love that game. I yes. love. I mean, I yes. know why it transitioned, but you know, like I said, Iowa. I mean, Oklahoma, and then Iowa. Last two to right. go. The right. way I remember. Yeah, it, so. we were stubborn. We were definitely yeah. stubborn, but uh, it was a good game. But you know, when we that first spring, when we went five on five, and we were doing that transition, we would play two minute quarters. Two minute two quarters, minute and quarters. they and they were exhausted. Yeah, that's that, a great that, story. It, it was one of the best, or or the biggest things was the the conditioning. Yeah. Two minutes for Come a up. long, long time. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then you start getting them in shape, and then the weekend hit, and Monday, and it was here we go again. Start all over. Yeah. So it took you a while to get to four it minutes. It definitely did. Now, Kurt, let me tell you my favorite thing about six on six girls. Okay, I'm a forward. Yeah. Right. And one of my guards gets fouled, and if I'm the best <laughs> free right. throw shooter, <laughs> I get shoot yeah. free throw. That's the greatest rule yeah. ever. Yeah. yeah, for good free throws. I'd have been great. Yes. I would have yes. never got to shoot a free <laughs> throw. No, you wouldn't have, but it benefited me. <laughs> yeah. And Coach London, it I didn't know he was a free throw it, shooter. It was good stuff. It wouldn't have helped you. Yeah, Kurt. it wouldn't have helped me at all. It was <laughs> a great game. game. It was You'd a great guard. Yeah. So how did, how did the uh, in the transit? Yeah, I, would, I definitely would have been guard. I would have bet you too. It would have been a problem. Uh, my five fouls were going to count. Yeah, so sure. I sure. learned that from Craig Brown. I don't know if you remember Craig Brown. His son Derek was a wrestler. At oh Rustle. God, yeah. And Came so, from Cleveland. That's right. Cleveland all the Browns and uh, Russell. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, those guys. Yes. And so Craig always told me. Uh, that you know, Coach Tips, who coached him in high school, said, "Look, you got five. You better make them count." <laughs> <laughs> and so I kind of prescribed that. Uh, I took that prescription yes. and went to the court. Yes. So. But uh, now, how did you? How was the transition? I mean, uh, how did you? Ch- how did practices change from six on six to five on five? How did you uh, structure practices? You know, um, we tried to do as much up and down, just running up and down the floor, so we could get our conditioning up. Because at that time. That was the number one thing for most teams was how long could you last? And so yeah. it was, it was you know, a normal practice, but a lot of it was, you know, just drills up and down the floor. But, uh, you know, our offense, this is crazy, but our offense, we called it spots. Get in your spots. Yeah. yeah. And that's what it was. High-low spots, double-O spots, X, spots. I mean, that's what we did. And, you know, the game on, on the girls' side, it's really evolved. 
the well, one it's more athletic the kids yeah. are so much more yeah. bigger and stronger faster right. and more athletic but it's getting towards what the boys game was right. and at first you know in 95 our first year we go to the state finals and we get you know we get crushed in the finals by Elk City and Keith and Dickerson and and they were unbelievable and we were happy as heck to get that right. silver ball uh, but just strategy and stuff, the game has evolved so much in those, right. basically for us, 25 years. And so it's yeah. pretty neat the way it has. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think, you know, I, I think, well, you know, obviously if, if a, a young lady wants to go on and, and be a player, you know, it's a big disadvantage. You're six on six in high school, and now you're going to go play five on five in college right and that I mean, was that was a big that was a big argument for a lot yeah. of people and of course being from western oklahoma and and, and that's you know I, I get the argument and that's true yeah. um but at that time you know i'm growing up and my sister was an all-stater at O'Keen, and then you got kelly litch at thomas and you've got oh, yeah. players out there in southwestern where i went to college right you know they were winning naas all the time yeah. and they were six on six kids coming to play five on five yeah. and it, yeah. it wasn't it was hurting them and they were all yeah. of course they were getting Mainly the forwards because right. they could shoot and they knew what right. was going on. But uh, it's it's been fun, you know. Kind of fortunate to be on both sides of that to be able to coach yeah, six you're on six. Right there, you There's not a lot of those guys left that are actually coaching that coach six on six, yeah. which means I'm old and I get that. <laughs> I mean, I know, but but it, I'm saying myself, I know. But it is, you know, I'm very fortunate to kind of be able to be in both of those. So yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. funny because you talk about six on six. My girls, my daughters, look at me like. What are you talking oh, about? Yeah. And you, yeah. I had to actually lay out a court and explain to them how mm -hmm. the game was played, and they like this is the craziest. Oh, thing. Yeah. there's there's no high school kids playing right now that no. have ever seen six on six yeah. ever, unless it was on. I don't think right. they're right. videotape. Right. I don't think they're yeah. tape still good. I will <laughs> say, uh, you know, when I was coaching junior high a lot, and we get close to Christmas break, and we'd played our last game, and now we got a few more days before the break. And I've done this with our high school, some not recently, but you know, a few years ago, uh, we would do it. I said, okay, we're, you know, and they, you mean you can't go across the line, you know, yeah. and all that. And, well, I don't like playing guardian, you know. Yeah. Right, but yeah. And so when I was coaching those junior high kids and we would do that, and I'd say, look, just go home, ask your mama, and she'll be able to tell you yeah, what, yeah. what it was like. Yeah. And so, yeah. Talk about yeah. the fly switch, it, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And the half line trapping yeah. all the battles yeah. at the half line. The girls that would go cro just cross the oh, line. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, not that I don't enjoy uh, girls basketball now, but you know that's what I grew up and I saw those great players right. playing the big house oh, back, yeah. back in the yep. in the in the seventies. It's know? good stuff, and, but uh, you know it evolves and it's a great game today. Yeah, I mean, I really no doubt we enjoy it and uh, you know it's it's purest form I believe. But yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll we'll finish up a little bit with thoughts on Bristow. And then kind of transition to four Gibson days. But uh, how many states you all won two or three? We, you know, I was an assistant with Daryl uh, for the first nine years, and we won, and we were runner up '95, state champion '97, state champion '99, and then that's when he got out. Right. It kind of unique about the the '97 and '99 teams. We were in the state finals '97, '98, and '99 every time against Hera. Yeah. It was us and Harry each time. Really? And we were happy. You know, we got it in 97 and we got it in 99. 
you know, you always look back in that 98 and go, golly. Uh, but that was pretty unique. Those two programs right there mirrored each other, and it was a great Yeah, ride. that's a good right rivalry. Uh, cool. Now, on the boys' side, just real quick, I got to give you had Rombrose Jones. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you had a Crawford. Joey. Uh, Joey Crawford. Yes. And you had Michael Thompson played football at OU. Yes. Rombrose might have been the best athlete. I mean, it, they were athletic bunch. Very, very athletic. Joey uh, and – God rest his soul, you know, he's passed. But uh, one of the – maybe the best high school athlete I ever saw. Yeah. It was unbelievable, yeah. that, that young man. He our, was crazy. He our was best so friend, uh, Steve Upshaw, uh, he coached at Cleveland after Conley. Right. We all played right. high school basketball together. He brought uh, an underwhelming Cleveland team to play in the – I think districts or the first round of regionals down there, and they could shoot it, and they could spread you out. Mm-hmm. And uh, had a kid, Billy Carr, that's coached at Oklahoma and been around. Uh, he, we played him the tournament of champions, couple of, yeah, at Whitesboro, and uh, they start hitting threes. And I mean, it's it went from one of those games where like it was about 10, 12 point game to we're leading late third, mm-hmm. and Joey decides, yep. enough of this. <laughs> yep. And my brother in law, who uh, works for me now, he goes back on transition, and he's like, I want to take a charge. That was a bad yeah. idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Jeff right three sixty right over uh, it. Now this, he was six four two thirty. Yeah, a halfback as a halfback. He was. Yeah. I mean, was an unbelievable athlete, and then. Michael got involved in it. Rombros oh, got, yeah. and then it was it was over. Oh, but but for a little while, the the, <laughs> the Tigers who could shoot it, uh, they were in the ball game that year. Um, well, Joey, when he was a seventh grader, he I remember walking in the gym and he'd throw the ball up. He'd be in the corner, throw it up, let it bounce, you know, dunk it. And it wasn't like getting it over. Right. And I'm like, holy cow! Yeah. And then that year we we meet McGinnis in the regional finals. And, um, you know, that's when McGinnis was at their height. They had the Crawford kid. Right. They had the yeah. Blewett. They had yeah. uh, another one. They had a – I'm trying to – Crawford, Blewett, um, and uh, – The guy that got a lot of the attention. I cannot think of his name. Uh, I don't remember either. You know, I coached – Big kid. Oh. I coached Blewett at ORU. He's a yeah. great player. Yeah. yeah, they won four state championships. And then Terrence Crawford went on and played at Oklahoma State. I yes. I can't think of the third guy. <laughs> Big guy. He, he got all the pub. <laughs> but anyway, that goes right to the wire. Uh, and they were great. Joey Crawford was the best player on the floor. There was oh, no question. No, no doubt. And, and no by question. far the best athlete. He, I mean, it just, was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, and they got us it right there at the end. Well, you know, they played uh, – uh, was it you follow with Dante Swanson? Or was he – no, no, Wagner, no Wagner, Wagner. 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 Yeah. What, yeah. They played them in the area finals at Bixby. I went and watched that game. And you talk about that yes, was that an was impressive a, that was a, I was there. Impressive for a game right then. So, yes. uh, first play I of the game. Dante Swanson, first play of the game, they go flat or go four low, mm-hmm. and he ISOs the one of the, the they had the, the bunch of brothers, uh, Catholic brothers that were playing there, six four kid on him, and he crosses him and comes down the lane and just tomahawks one. Yes. The first play of the game. It was it was one of the best high school games in that period. That makes me you said, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, we were there because we played in the area finals that year and watched that. That was a great atmosphere. Yeah. No Absolutely. So you you won state turn, uh, state championship in two thousand one. Yes. The- yeah. I took over in in two thousand. Daryl had gotten out, and so then, uh, you know, we didn't make the state tournament in two thousand. My first year, and then in two thousand and one, it was uh, Cinderella. Yeah. Uh, and we had some kids, fighters, and we just kind of came together. At one time, we were eight and seven, and got on that roll, and and ended up winning it in the one of the craziest state final games. 
of all time. It's got to be a record. Um, it's nothing. I mean, we can laugh and giggle about it all now, but if it wouldn't have worked out, it'd have been horrible. We were up 25-16 at half on Idabel. At the end of the third quarter, we hadn't scored in the second half. With uh, a minute left we had, in the game, we haven't scored in the second half. We They finally go ahead of us. That's crazy. We're down coach. two. We're down two. We had to foul them. Uh, they hit their one of their free throws. They'd gotten up by one. They hit one of their free throws and missed the second one. So we're down two. We haven't scored the entire second half. It's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. We come down the floor, and Brittany Patterson, who ended up being the Lone Star uh, Freshman of the Year the next year, she was kind of our go-to girl. She was getting ready to take the shot um, way out there. It was like inbounds play, and she saw in front of the bench one of my Autumn Morton, a girl, skipped it over there, three-point shooter, and she was out farther than normal. It was right in front of our bench, and I'm in line with it. Right. She lets it go, and you know, hey, it's off to the right, off right. the left. Yeah. I, I was like, God dang, she missed it. You know, she, it's, right. it took the most unbelievable bounce. I'll, I still don't know how it went in. The radio broadcast... You can help. I mean, they can. You can listen to it, and they're like, "Uh, oh, you know, they made it." And uh, it goes in with 13 seconds left, and we hold them. We scored three points in the second half, and win the state championship by one. It that's was, one of the most unbelievable stories I've ever heard. You know, I told him after the game we were kidding around. I said, "Look, I gave the I gave the offense to my assistant Andy Mosher <laughs> in the second half." <laughs> uh, no, it, like I said, it's a Let's great that story. Last yeah, that's right. I said, hey, I'll take it back over. No, but uh, it's a great story, that's and uh, it, those kids were so tough mentally all through that. And but uh, yeah, I, I think it's got to be a record somewhere. Yeah, you know, I've had uh, I've had a couple nights like that coaching girls basketball where you think is is one ever going to go win yes and yes. Uh, they're playing so hard and they do things right and just cannot get one to fall oh. i had a game one time we were playing in texas and we we'd scored nine points in the first half yeah. we're down 22 to nine we scored 51 in the second nice. half they're like who's this team yeah, <laughs> it's, right, it's right. the same five girls <laughs> yeah. and that just you know they went down uh, <laughs> went down the second half, then going down in the first half. So after 2001, you uh, well, I stayed there. And, you know, we had some nice years, and and uh, not to the level that we had had. Right. And uh, you know, I had followed Daryl, and we'd been in nine state tournaments, and uh, we'd had a lot of success. We were in four state finals, and then, uh, you know, I, I was young. I was ready to go. Let's go. And yeah. but it started. Whether you put pressure on yourself or not, it started wearing on me a little bit, and yeah. we weren't quite as good as we had been, and and so it looked like there was an avenue for me to get into administration, and so I had stepped out of that. Well, that didn't work out, yeah. and so I was like, okay, and uh, the boys' coach came to me and said, hey, do you mind coaching some junior high? I'm like, oh, I'll do it. Let's go to work. You know, I'll coach those boys, and so. Uh, I set out that year, and then is when uh, the opportunity at Fort Gibson came gotcha. uh, from Daryl. Because podcasts weren't available, like from Conley. Right. And I. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. And so, uh, you know, looking back on that whole situation, that year I set out uh, from the high school. Uh, you know, sometimes you just gotta get away and see what you really want to do. And I remember feeling so empty and so empty and. Finally, I realized, you know, and, and this sounds really crazy, but I realized, you know, I don't have that state tournament to shoot for. Whether we make it or not, 
Right. I've got a state tournament to shoot for. That's you know we coach basketball. It's all geared to March right. and the big house. Right. And I didn't have that at the end. And now professionally, you know, personally, there's other things that are bigger than my profession, obviously. Right. But professionally, man, I I was missing something. I needed right. that. I needed that competition. I needed that goal at the end. And nothing was providing that. And so that year I was out, it really made me rethink and refocus and, and, you know, what was really important came to light. And so when I had that opportunity to come to Fort Gibson, I'm like, I'm in. But, you know, I I knew I was going to be coaching junior high girls and they had an established assistant. And I didn't, I wasn't trying to take over anything. I just wanted to be a part. I'm ready to go. Let's go. And so, um, you know, Jerry welcomed me there and uh, Jerry Walker. And so... You know, it, it really worked out good. It yeah, really I'll has. Say. <laughs> yes, yes. So how was he to how was he to work with as when he was the head guy? Now he's your assistant. So I like talking yeah, about those dynamics. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, you know, I I couldn't ask for anybody better than Jerry. You know, when I was first starting out, uh, Daryl Glover was unbelievable, and what he taught me and his example on and off the floor and the way he dealt with kids and. Well, I was really thankful for being at Bristow and being with him. And I learned I would not be the coach I am now without being with Daryl at Bristow because I learned real quick I can't just – it's not – coaching is not just on the floor. Right. And a lot of times you think that coming out of college, you know, just, you know, games, games. But I learned there's so much more to coaching kids if you really want to be good. Right. And the way it was set up at Bristow and, you know, we had some kids that needed, needed some guidance. And – you know, Coach Bill Scott, football coach there, legendary. I learned a lot from him, even though I, w- I was helping football, but I wasn't right underneath him. And so got to watch from afar and the way they dealt with those kids. And so I, be- I learned a ton there. And so, you know, I, I couldn't ask for anything better with Daryl because he-, he gave me a lot of responsibility and we had a great time. And, of course, you know, yeah, we were successful, but there was a lot more to it than right. that. And we had great kids. It wasn't about us coaches. It was about those kids like it always right. is. But – you know, and then, then to come into Fort Gibson and being with Jerry David, you know, I get one Hall of Famer to another in in my books, and and they yeah. both are. And so, Jerry was open arms. We, you know, we hit it off. You know, I was struggling. Do I move down there? You know, I, I want to take the job, but I'm a little bit shy. But of course, my wife, she's from Bristow. She was ready to go. She, my family, they were ready to go. We knew the yeah. Glovers. I was the one holding us back, and finally. I decided I would, and I called Jerry David that day, and I said, hey, man, I'm coming down. And he's like, do you like to play cards, you know, pitch and stuff like that, family cards, things like that? Uh, do you like to eat it on the border? I'm like, I'm in. And it, it, that's crazy. And he said, we're going to have a good time. And that just made everything, little things, awesome. and that just made everything better. And right. so, you know, working with him, he was – always open uh, to ideas not that he would use them but he was very receptive uh, I I had known Jerry but I hadn't really coached him I didn't know him real well uh, but uh, man it was it, it, it was just like a match made in heaven coming down and yeah. and uh, such a great example both those guys on the floor most importantly off and, and you and they they both coach different they're both different styles and in the way they approach things and so i've got to really i was really fortunate to be under two great head coaches so how uh you came here in 06 
Actually, it was 07. Oh, it was oh, fall so of 07. 07. I was thinking about and, that. And very established, but had not you said won the first state title here. Your first state title before Gibson was in 11. Is that correct? Well, the very first title that we won together, I was the assistant, was in 2011. Yeah. Yep. But you were good state tournament. And well, my first year, well, okay, in, in 07, 07, 08. So in 06, I watched Fort Gibson in the state uh, finals get beat by Deer Creek, a okay. superior team. Then in 06, 07, uh, I watched Fort Gibson get beat in the finals by Weatherford. And that was a tough one because they thought they could win. Right. Uh, and, and it just, you know, it comes down to, and right. so that was a tough one. So then I'm there, and we get to the, in 07, 08, and we get to the finals again, which was my first year there, and we get beat at the end by Star Spencer. So we had three runner-ups in a row. Right. Uh, and that was tough, even though yeah. I wasn't there. I mean, that was tough. And Jerry, you know, great coach, but th that works on you. You know, that yeah. first runner-up, Deer Creek was, they were by far, in a way, the best right. team. But then after that, so that starts working on you a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, after that year, we got back in 9, 08, 09, we got back and got beat in the semis by uh, Vanita. And that was a tough loss because we gave up a lead. Right. And and that was tough. And then in 10, we got back. One of our girl, our post-girl, Nana Walls, had gotten hurt, and we didn't have her. And Carissa Crushfield did a great job. That, that I think that's when the culture of our program changed and we give a lot of credit to Carissa Crutchfield um, and she was a great player for us but that year we got beat in the first round in 10 by uh, Weatherford you know Rick Wilson but then in 11 yeah. we got him we got cat we beat cash in the finals and yeah, went, yeah it was oh, a great experience well, that's awesome so as an assistant how was so like just to let everyone know, you know, as Conley's assistant, there were a lot of things I had to do game day. Most importantly, was get him a diet coke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Secondly, was yeah. get uh, was get a uh, uh, was make sure the scorebook was ready. And then sure. third was, you know, he always like it was it was kind of a good cop bad cop. But he was like, I feel horrible about this. I feel horrible about this. Right. And regardless of how right. I felt about it, I was like, I feel great about it. Oh yeah. yeah. This is what we need. So did you have any of yeah. that as an assistant? You know, I, I didn't have some of those specific duties. Uh, Jerry always included me in everything that he wanted to decide on, and so we kind of knew what we were wanting to do going into the. I would just. Uh, suggest things, you know, because sometimes you get a little distracted, and right. so I would throw out things and, and that we had talked about previous. But uh, you know, it, 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 the thing about being that assistant behind Jerry and Daryl's was I got unfortunately front row seat to see in their butt all night <laughs> long and now i get teased because i'm the one up yeah, and i'm like hey yeah. you got some now you yeah, know we got the whole assistance <laughs> leaning like this oh, i know i know uh i uh you know my my when i left when i graduated northeastern i was fortunate enough to be a young head coach back at cleveland mm -hmm. and then i left cleveland and then i was assistant for 21 years in college before I wanted to coach my son and got back into high school and so I know how important good assistant coaches are and you know Kurt wasn't a good assistant he was a great assistant for all all kinds of reasons but uh, you, you know he <laughs> funny story you're talking about making suggestions I'm telling you Kurt Branch would make the best suggestions mm -hmm. ever 
Kurt, how many of those did I ever take? I mean, two. I just, yeah. <laughs> they both worked. Hundred <laughs> percent. But the, you know, but I was the same way. You know, when when I was assistant, you know, making making suggestions and things I I thought would work. Well, but. and it's a lot easier to be sitting down and not having to go on your record and making a suggestion. I mean, you're still in it. You're still involved, and you're no still question. committed to it. No question. But you know, you're not the guy that has to answer questions if you lose. Right. And I made some harebrained suggestions from time to time, just to see if he listened. Oh to yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so Jerry retired and, and went to Porter. Is yes. that correct? Yep. He was the principal over there and AD, and and uh, he had felt led to go over there and. And, uh, you know, it was a shock to everybody. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, that happened in the middle of the summer, and the, the timing wasn't great. And, and you know, then who's going to coach? And, uh, you know, I after what it – it wasn't a bad experience at Bristol. I just – people had asked me, what's it like following a legend? And Daryl was that at yeah. that. And I'm like, boy, that's tough. And I said, you know, if I ever have that opportunity again, I don't know if I'll do it. I don't know if I'll do it. Well, X amount of years later, guess what? Now I'm following what we've got. We've been to the final. And I'm like, God almighty. I, you, you put so much pressure on yourself. Right, yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, and people are like, well, Fort Gibson, they're going to have applications out the wazoo. And I always wanted to take it, but I kept telling Daryl no. And he's like, man, I think you're the guy for the job. I'm, you know, and I'm like, no, no. You know, and I put out – we had one – Two, two applicants, two, really? and it, and think about the success we'd had. Yeah. I wasn't the only one that was a little concerned well, about doing that. I mean, yeah. and, and I mean, you're 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 in the spotlight now. Yes, and so you know nobody wants to be that guy if things starts going down after what it had been built to. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And oh, that's yeah. just human nature. And that was a big concern. Although in the back of my mind, man, let's go. I want to yeah. do this. I I know these kids. You know, we've got some great kids here. We're going to be successful. And and so uh, we interviewed some guys and, and good applicants, you know, and, uh, and then it started getting real because, uh, you know, I, I didn't know, you know, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to. So finally I, I told Daryl, I said, look, give me the weekend. Just give me the weekend. He goes, okay. And so the weekend passed, and I said, I'm ready. Let's go. Yeah. And so then the funny story was one of our applicants who was going to get the job. And I knew that, and I loved this guy, and I knew him, and uh, I love him even more now. Uh, Scott Lowe, and he had coached in different places, and he'd come to our team. I knew Scott well. Uh, he and he would have been a great head coach for us. He'd been a head coach, been very successful. Salisaw Central, correct? Salisaw Central. He was at Adair. He was yep. at some different. He was at Roland. Yeah, and unbelievable coach and. Uh, I called him. I said, well, he goes, Daryl asked me when I said I wanted it. He goes, who do you want to be your assistant? And I said, well, I'd like, let's, you think it's crazy? Let's ask Scott Lowe. And he's like, you think he's going to be a head coach and come here as an assistant? I said, I don't know, but I'm not asking him to do something that I haven't already done because I was a head coach and I became assistant. But Jerry, and I, it ain't about that. I don't have no ego. I don't care. I just, let's go. He's the best guy for the job. He's the best guy. I said, all he can do is say no. And if he says no, I okay, you know. But I say we. And so Daryl called him and let him know that I was going to take the job and that I wanted him to be. And I called Jerry uh, that day and said, "Look, you need to get a hold of Scott Lowe and you need to talk to him." 
because he needs to be here because we're going to, and I, I, you know, uh, he's going to, it's, yeah, I may have the title as head coach, but he's a head coach. We're all, it's all together. And that's the way Jerry ran it. We were just all a, a staff yeah. with Denise Gray and, and yeah. we had a great time. And, and that's what I wanted to continue. And so things moved pretty quick. And Scott, at first, you know, after the fact, he told me, he's like, you want me to be, no way. What are these guys thinking, you know? <laughs> and so by the end of the day, he started thinking about it and uh, he decided to come over. Yeah. And he has made an unbelievable difference. I call him, you know, uh, that first year, and and I've said it all along. I call him Lincoln Riley because he's, you know, I'm a little more structured offensively. Uh, me and Jerry were a lot more uh, structured offensively. That's why we kind of connected. He is a little more spread out and kind of a little more freedom. And I've been right. wanting to do that. Right. It, you know, I just and so. I call him Lincoln Riley because, you know, I lean on him for those things. And so he right. came over. And so uh, it's been great. And, you know, and, you know, we had a, a, another guy that was coaching our junior high that was new that year, Caleb Parman. And he came over and was coaching our junior high and did a great job at that time. And so, you know, we take over. I'll never forget. He told the team uh, the day, the evening before our last day of team camp. Well, that next day, our first time, you know, like me, I'm going to be, we're playing Victory Christian in the summer. Well, Victory Christian's loaded. And, right. you know, uh, we knew from previous years, this is going to be a big summer, summer. Right. We got it. But it's still pretty dang it's, important. It's big. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't know how these girls are going to react. You know, their coach just left. They're upset. Da -da -da, you know, just on it. And we go out there that next day, and they just, man. It just started the ball rolling because yeah. we played well and and it, it just kind of started getting the confidence and then yeah. you know Lowe joins us and Parman joins us and then it was it was unbelievable that first year was yeah. crazy man. well and you know I, I think you know the the girls in Fort Gibson they grow up playing basketball you know and they I think they know what's expected right I mean they know that you know my mom won a state championship or play, you know right. or my big sister and 